0: Welcome back, everyone. J Bone here for Smash This podcast. Oh, <laughs> J Bone is ready for some cowboy shit. Oh my goodness! All right, Deathless. this ad has absolutely had better days. Let's uh, let's switch this out with something a little, little different. Here we go. All right, much better. Oh man, that was an absolute freaking lutely amazing show. Amazing, I uh just th- just got done uh, watching it and uh, was streaming it in the TNI for the, um, uh, the patrons and, uh, man. So it was, it was, it was cool. We were all watching it together. It was like my own little, you know, pay-per-view party. I had my snacks, had some candy, you know, trying desperately to get rid of some of the Halloween candy i'm exhausted so i'm having a little, little caffeinated beverage here oh uh, so as we dive into this folks make sure you smash that like button smash that sub button and ring that bell for notifications check out the links in the description as we get into the middle of November, there's going to be some sales going on real soon in the, uh, merch link in the description go check that out. And, uh, I know I haven't plugged that much lately. I know I've been very inconsistent on here. So sorry. It's It's life folks. It's just life. Um, Start to get some chatters in here, some viewers. Awesome, welcome. Good to see you. Even someone in the Twitch. Awesome. To love impact says, "Have you heard the new corn?" Pretty good. I did. I did. I did. Good shit. Good shit. All right, let's get into this. I'm sure uh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Mark if he wanted to join me, but he's probably ripping his house apart because Kenny Omega lost. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to invite him in here. Not sure what kind of mood he's in. I'm sure I'll be discussing with this, discussing this with him soon, though. Oh uh, yeah! All right. Uh, I don't want to have this drag out all night. It's late. That was a what a five plus hour pay per view. That was that was enough. Because I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole buy in. Uh, I I streamed that for, uh, for my friends. And, uh, it was, it was cool. It was cool. I liked the match and I, I'm not sure how we got Dante Martin in the ring. If it just went live and he was already in the ring, <clears throat> but, uh, I, cause I, I stepped out for a minute thinking I had time, but I came back, um, And all of a sudden there's, there's Dante Martin and the acclaimed is coming down to the ring. And, um, I missed part of it, but I was watching, I I had, I had cats coming in and out of my room, so I didn't have my earbuds in at the time, but it looked like Dante Martin turned down. The acclaim is what I, I gathered from it. I caught part of the dialogue going back and forth. And this was Dante Martin's hometown, I believe. Minnesota, from the Midwest, is what I gather. Something like that. So the question is going into this coming week, then, for AEW shows that'll be one of the things covered i'm sure what is the future of dante martin is he going to join team taz or is his brother going to come back i don't know we'll we'll have to wait and see sorry i will turn my phone down here my apologies The phone was blowing up there in the uh, pay per view with the chat. So, all right. Uh, so, yeah, he clobbers them. It's Dante Martin's athleticism, his high flying ability is one of the best that I've seen lately. Like, his hang time is ridiculous. I, Like, every time he does it, I'm like, oh, my God, he's, <laughs> he's going to crash and burn. But no, then he gets up and just dives right back in the ring. He's amazing. Uh, Dante Martin is really special. He got a hell of a pop tonight. This crowd, was, this crowd was on fire from start to finish. I think they started to fade just a little bit towards the main event, but they still gave – pops like crazy throughout the match they did this crowd was great um this crowd was absolutely ready because i've seen some long shows go on and you can tell when the crowd is starting to fade a little bit but um yeah this this crowd was this target center was rocking all night we then had the buy-in match was um This was a lot of fun. We had Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose and uh, Jamie Hader. So these four are the finalists in the the TBS uh, championship tournament. And this match wasn't for anything. It was just a really nice way to say, "Hey, okay, you four girls are in the in this, what the semifinals, whatever you want to call it." So they wanted to feature them, and yeah, it was pre-show, but it was still a really good way to get this crowd fired up. This was an amazing tag match. All the women got you say you know you got they got their shit in. Um, and this, this AEW audience loves themselves some Thunder Rosa. Every time I see Thunder Rosa come out, the pops get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, if she's an amazing athlete, I mean, all, all four of these girls brought something different. They, they all did really good. Um, but Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida won here. Now, win or lose didn't affect the uh the tournament in any way, I don't think. It was just a way to feature them. So, but it's it still was nice to see it. So um it's it's a slow burn seeing them try to improve this women's division as far as featuring all the women um but i felt like they did good on this show you know you had this match and then you had the women's championship match and it was like all right at, at least you had two matches in there you know at, at least you had that so I'll, I'll i'll give them credit for that but i know it's it's um it's a subject that we talk about like almost on a weekly basis on here as far as what they're doing with the women and how they can improve it pros cons whatever so it's it is what it is so um all right then on to the main card here man this This pay-per-view started out hot. The first two matches of the main card took up almost one hour. It was like a few minutes short of one hour. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a long night if this is what they're doing. But they wanted to give the audience plenty of time for these matches. And they did. I will always give AEW credit for that. This audience wants to see professional wrestling, and that's what they get. So, um, Oh, CM Chris here says at least six women with Jade and Red Velvet being another part of the TBS title tournament. Oh, he says I think there was two women. <laughs> I'm I'm tired, so I can't remember. Yeah, there they there's something going on with um with that match coming up. I saw that on uh what was that part of uh Oh, rampage last night. They were talking about uh, Jade versus Red Velvet coming up. So yeah, I guess that's part of it. So I might have misspoken there, but but nonetheless, um, still a good way to feature the women. So they're like I said, they're they're getting better, and if that's what they have to do is feature another title in order to get more women involved, then. Hey, then that's that's what you do. Then the next step, I suppose, would be a tag division, but that's where it's gonna get messy. We've seen how much impact wrestling has struggled with this. So uh, whatever. But that's another subject for another time. All right, so yeah, great great tag match going in now. Main card, we start out hot with MJF versus Darby. Allen. Um, And this is, this has been kind of a slow burn, uh, a a quiet story as far as like storytelling. MJF knocking down these pegs one by one by one. Um, He took out Jungle Boy. He took out, Sammy Guevara, and now he finally took out Darby Allen, and but this match was—I I, can't—I really can't complain about any match on this card. There were obviously matches that I was more excited for than others, but they all brought something different, and. I really can't knock him for anything. I, I usually can, you know, knock him for something, but damn. Um, but this one felt like it um, just wasn't going to end. And I'm not complaining about that. I loved it. MJF ends up beating Darby Allen with a TKO. Um, the, he had that, that ring that he had in his trunks. And then he, um, oh, he kept talking about that takedown, headlock, whatever, and that's what he—that's how he pinned him, after he knocked him out with the ring. Just crazy, crazy. Um. So we'll see what's next for uh, MJF. I mean, he's—he's he's on a roll. They're still featuring him like he's really something special because he's not one of those guys that wrestles all the time. For example, Brian Danielson's been wrestling every, almost every week, if not every show since he debuted. We don't get that from MJF. MJF is much more of a, I don't know. Prodigy. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean. It's like Jade Cargill, you know? The thing, the difference is MJF is really good. I mean, he's great on the mic, he's also great in the ring. And he's featured so few times that when he wrestles, especially like this match with Darby Allin. It reminds you quickly how good MJF really is. But these two, I mean, this, you know, minus the shenanigans at the end, this match really could have went either way. Um, but so so yeah, it's like I'm not and I'm not bad that MJF won. Um like I wanted Darby Allen to win, but I had a feeling. MJF might win, and, and that went that went for a lot of these matches in this pay per view. So uh, it is what it is. But it'll be interesting to see where both of these guys go from here. Like, like there's going to be a lot of you know turning of the page points coming up, finishing this year out, going into 2022. That's that's what this feels like, honestly. Um, yes, CM Chris. Sting took out Spears and Wardlow. And one thing I was thinking about going into this, I was thinking that uh, this would be a great opportunity for Wardlow to turn on MJF, but we obviously didn't get that. We didn't get that. Uh, Sting... Uh, Sting certainly went to bat for uh, Darby Allen, though. You know, he kept the uh, he kept the shenanigans to a minimum, <laughs> as much as you can. So, uh, so yeah. All right. So next we had uh, the AEW Tag Team Titles: FTR versus the Lucha Brothers. Damn. Um, Both these teams here, just giving it. They're all, of course, uh, Tully Blanchard at ringside with with, uh, FTR. Lucha Brothers win here. Um, Honestly, with uh, as shocking as it was to me that FTR took the AAA titles, It really wouldn't have shocked me if they took the uh, AEW tag titles, but I know that it's still pretty recent that um, Lucha Brothers won their titles. So, So, yeah, it's... I I wouldn't have been shocked, but Lucha Brothers pulled it off here. And, um, is, and it's, this match is just another example. Why this brand is so good. Uh, you know, that they feature a decent amount of tag team wrestling, you know, and they have a ton of tag teams. And they certainly can't feature all of them but at least when you've got a match like this they give it a decent amount of time so there's that um because by the end of this match like i said just less than an hour went by so this <laughs> this was uh this was this was amazing Oh no, uh, the entrance for uh Lucha Brothers was cool too. They had a bunch of guys out there and a bunch of stuff playing on the screens behind them and made it look like bombs went off or something, so it was uh like everybody was ducking for cover when the Lucha Brothers came out. It was wild. It was wild. And I think I think they had a they had a big entrance during the last pay-per-view as well. They had um oh, they had some people rapping out there or something. All right, what's next here? Uh number one contenders match. World title uh the the AEW World Title number one contenders match. Miro versus Brian Danielson. Damn. This this is another one. It was so good. It honestly could have went either way. It really could have. Uh, Brian Danielson wins this one. And Miro at a few points during this match looked damn near unstoppable. Like what was uh what was Brian going to going to have to do to take out Miro. And this, uh, this was just another example why Brian Danielson is one of the best in the world right now. Just just in a very short period of time, he's reminded people over and over and over again, How good he is. It's unbelievable. So Brian Danielson is the number one contender. Now, how uh, how often, damn, Caffey needs to kick in. Um, How soon he's going to get that opportunity to, you know, cash in that number one contendership? I don't know. I hope. I hope they let. uh, (laughs) I hope they let Adam Page get some cowboy shit in before uh, Brian Danielson cashes it in. Because, man, I, uh, you know, just thinking from a fan's point of view. You want to see a guy like Adam Page hang on to it for a while, but man, Brian Danielson just looks unstoppable right now. Bell's boy says, Moose versus Juice Robinson match happening right now. Oh, that's right. That uh New Japan show is happening. Maybe I'll have to tune in for that tomorrow see if i can find it maybe i'll even um review it um i don't cover a lot of new japan stuff but i know it's got a lot of impact guys on it so i don't know if i'm gonna do it here or maybe we'll cover it over on tni well i'll I'll sleep on it. We'll see. But yeah, Battle in the Valley. Yeah, this one's in California, so it started late. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Miller. Uh, they we were talking about that in the chat during the uh, AEW pay-per-view. Someone said, I think it was uh, Mark was putting pictures in there, sharing pictures and a little bit of info here and there said uh chris bay got stretchered out that's um that's a that's a very unfortunate well they should have uh, Bell's boy says it's japanese commentary they should have some um they should have some english commentary they usually do for these. I know they usually have both, but but anyways. Um, all right, so back to this. But yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find find the stream of that tomorrow. Check it out. Um, but yeah, Lucha Brothers retain here. Oh wait, I was talking about Miro and Brian Danielson. Sorry. Caffeine just isn't working. It's time for bed. Uh, <laughs> time to hit the hay. Um so yeah, Brian Danielson is your number one contender. He had to throw everything but the kitchen sink at Miro to beat him was just phenomenal <clears throat> I didn't catch how he beat him it was like one of those things where I blinked and I missed it um because all of a sudden I heard the bell and I looked up and I was like shit it's over <laughs> uh but anyways yeah your new number one contender Brian Danielson. Uh, next, we had, um, okay, so this one was uh, a no DQ or false count, uh, false count anywhere. That's what it was. Well, it's no DQ as well, I guess you could say, but false count anywhere. Um, Young Bucks and Adam Cole versus um, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian. This one was absolutely batshit bonkers. I loved it. Um, It was wild. This one went all over the place. The action felt nonstop. And can we talk about that, that ring gear from the Super Click? My God. Young Bucks came out in bright pink, hot pink, I guess you could say, hot pink uh, gear. My cats are going to claw them their way through the door soon. Please excuse them in the background. God, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Fuck. (laughs) They're just cuckoo tonight. Um, and they sat in here like all night with me just chill, just behaving and now they want back in. So All right, so we leave the door open now. Rocky wanted in here. I just gave you treats right before I went live. What the hell do you want? Oh, more treats, of course. Because this cat is a crack addict. All right. Sorry about that. Back to the review. Like I always say, love me, love my cats. All right. But yeah, this this bright, this hot pink gear that the young bucks had, and then Adam Cole's was matching the cat of was commentary saying it looked like, um, a Bret Hart meet and greet or something like that. (laughs) Uh, team Canada colors, right. Um, or I should say, uh, heart foundation colors. There you go. Then, uh, and Rocky just jumping up here. Almost took out the whole damn show. Thank you, Brian, for the super sticker. Much love, dude. Appreciate it. Especially me being this tired. I don't feel like I don't deserve it, but thank you. I'm trying. I'm really trying to get through this. Um. But yeah, this was bonkers. It uh, ended... With uh Jungle Boy getting the win here against um was it Matt? I think it was Matt. Um but yeah, this this was crazy. Lucha sources, uh athleticism. In full effect of this match, just, just absolutely wild, just wild. Christian did a great job too; he really did. I know somebody was somebody in the chat during the um, my predictions was uh, saying something about Christian's gonna turn on them on uh, Jurassic Express. And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know. It's, I mean, he's been pretty, pretty loyal to them since he came back, you know? I mean, he was gone for a bit being, you know, Impact Champ. He's just, uh, he just has a different kind of demeanor about him, you know? Oh, you want to come up here? Say hello. Say hello Rocky. Hello. Rocky wants to get into some cowboy shit, don't you? Should we put the should we put the cowboy hat on you? It almost looks like it would fit you. You're so big. Actually, knowing Rocky, he would just try to just curl up inside the hat. In fact, he was trying to do that yesterday, weren't you? Yes, you are. All right. You're sit here. Can you do that without getting into too much trouble? All right. <laughs> Look at that. You're even getting love in the chat. You spoiled kitties. All right. No, nope. always down. All right. We continue. But, yeah, great match. Um. This is one I wasn't super excited about. Um, And honestly, I thought the Young Bucks and Adam Cole were going to win. I was honestly pretty surprised when uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and Christian pulled off the win. And then um, Jungle Boy even nailed uh, nailed it with a concerto and and then uh, got the win. So that was... Something a little more out of the realm of Jungle Boy because he's not used to doing that. He's just used to, you know, showing off his skills in the ring and getting the job done that way. He's not used to that kind of violence. But he certainly learned something from Christian tonight. That in times like this, you got to do what you got to do. So, um... We, we certainly saw another side of the guys tonight. So it was cool. It was cool. I saw that Bells boy. So, yeah. So it was announced um, at some point. What was it last night? That Orange cast, or maybe it was before the pay-per-view started. I forget when they announced it that orange Cassidy was going to pick a surprise tag team partner for a match on dynamite or something. And I I caught part of that and I didn't really understand what was, it was like, Oh, okay. So this is a match for dynamite or something. And then at the end of the pay-per-view, they announced that uh, Tamahiro Ishii was going to uh, be the special Tag team partner of Orange Cassidy versus the butcher and the blade. So yeah, that's so that's gonna happen at Dynamite. That's I mean it's it's random, but it's um it's cool. It's cool. I like it. And it's just showing that AEW has um you know, they're using that. Forbidden Door, not as much as I would say Impact Wrestling is, but they are using it. It's just been a lot more sporadic. Because we've seen guys like Kenta come in versus Mox and stuff like that. The times that they've come in to do stuff like that has just been a few much more few time uh, just a, a few times here and there but that's okay you know it's just a different relationship it's not a bad relationship it's just different you know um so it's it's not it's not complaining about it it's just you know, That's what Tony wants to do. You know, it's not a bad thing. So he's just more focused on his own company. So we'll see what happens with, um, as far as people from AEW going to New Japan. Um, I, I always say, don't assume. But they did say something recent about Rocky Romero inviting the guys from the the team of the best friends to um, join the group of chaos in New Japan. So I'm going to guess that sooner rather than later, we're going to see those guys team up somehow, some way in one of these U S national new Japan strong shows. That's kind of hopscotching all over the U S they were in Philly. Now they were out West. I don't know where they're all booked. I think there's a New York show coming up or something, New York or New Jersey. Um, I hope they hit the Midwest. That'd be great to see. Like I would, I would probably drive to Chi town depending on, where and where and when it was. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It's uh, like, and I've been talking about that a lot more on uh, TNI thinking that this is absolutely going to become one of the hottest touring brands. And it's, it's unique because they're, they're pulling a lot of surprises out. Like I know that Okada is wrestling, um, Buddy Matthews, AKA formerly known as, uh, Buddy Murphy tonight on that show as well. What a way to start your career in New Japan right off the bat with one of the best professional wrestlers in the world. That's not, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. So, that's mind-blowing. So, yeah, that's another reason to watch that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah, good three-on-three, false count anywhere. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian win. Um, are Now, are they going to stay together, or are they going to go their separate ways? What is Christian going to do now? We'll have to see. Like I said, this feels like, you know, turning the page. You're going to start a new chapter. We'll have to see. Bell's boy with the super sticker. Thanks, brother. Much love, dude. Much love. My favorite nephew is in the chat. What's up, Paul? Just don't give me any spoilers as far as what happened. Um, oh, Jonah Rock! It's just said no spoilers. No, it's all right. Just don't. Just don't tell me who wins or loses. All right, because I'll probably watch this at some point tomorrow. So he says Jonah Rock just showed up at Battle of the Valley. All right. Well, let's just hope that hopefully he shows up in impact as well. Cause it sounds like, thank you, Bell's boy. Uh, it sounds like he was supposed to show up, but he had visa issues, but obviously now looks like the visa issues are cleared up. So let's hope that sooner rather than later, maybe, Hey. Maybe turning point. Maybe turning point at the live show will get Jonah Rock there too. So we'll see. He's uh formerly of the uh NXT brand. Former champ there. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Paul Papa's doing good. Papa's okay. He wasn't gonna stay up for this though. <laughs> <laughs> this is well past his bedtime, but yeah, pop is doing all right tonight. Thank you, Paul. Love you. Um, uh, next we got Cody Rhodes and Pac versus Andrade and Malachi black. Um, I missed some of this match, but, um, I don't know if I was getting a snack or what I was doing at the time. Uh, Whatever I was doing. I missed part of this. I think it was like the first little bit of the the match. Pac ends up getting the win here. Um, I don't know if Cody Rhodes was injured or he was just selling something. The um not to be too critical of this man. I mean, the, the action was great, don't get me wrong. But the relationship issues between Pac and Cody and Andrade and Malachi Black, it was more Pac and Cody, Cody Rhodes. Um, You know, blind tagging in and out, that kind of stuff took a bunch of the – that was was a good portion of the drama in the match you know or not being available for a tag was that kind of you know issues going on because Cody at one point was banged up or whatever so it felt like that kind of I don't know maybe I'd have to just watch the match back but it felt like there was too much drama in this too much drama hanging over the match for it to really just feel like a regular tag match, you know? So, um, I I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I am a fan of Cody's obviously, and I mean, I'm a fan of all four of these guys. And it's interesting to see where this is going. I feel like this is going to continue on where pack is maybe going to have a feud now with Cody Rhodes and maybe Malachi black and Andrade are going to build the house of black. Now. Um, I mean, that's, that's all just speculation, pure speculation, just guessing on my part, that's where it feels like it may go. We'll see. I feel like you gotta like separate Cody and Malachi Black now in order for both of them to like grow now because if you just keep them together much longer, it's gonna become more frustrating for the fans. But um, but yeah, the fans booing Cody just a lot. I just I get it, but like I said, I'm a I'm a Cody fan. I'm not gonna boo him. I enjoy his stuff. I am very curious though to see where this takes him. You know, if if he if he turns heel, it's fine. I'm still gonna like what he's doing. But um we'll see. I liked it when Arn was chasing away the uh the assistant of uh Andrades. Gave him a a good right right hook, too. It was great. So, (laughs) punched him out, chased him away. So, that was fun. Got rid of the shenanigans on the outside of the ring then. But, yeah, Pac and Cody get the win here. We'll see where it goes. We'll see. Then we got the AEW women's title match. Um, I wasn't too vested in this because it's hard not to think about, like, where the story is going from here. I feel like what's gonna happen next is Thunder Rosa's gonna go after because she's kind of tied in with um Anna J and Ty Conti. So we'll we'll see. I, I hate to assume that, but that's where it feels like it's gonna go. So I, I really felt like Britt Baker was gonna hang on to the title here, and she did, but I will say this. Um Ty Conti, this is by far, in my professional podcasting opinion, this is by far Conti's best match on this brand. She has really come a long way. And she even, you know, cut a halfway decent promo against Brit in those, you know, pre-taped things. So... I still feel like she's gonna be, uh, you know, someone to be, uh, you know, watch for the future. She, I think, Ty Conti is absolutely gonna be a, a, an AEW Women's Champion in the future. It may just take some time because Britt Baker is insanely popular, and and one thing that. Tony is good at in certain aspects is giving the fans what they want. And, well, they wanted Britt Baker champ. She's been champ for a while now. Um, And she's got a good team behind her. Rebel and uh, Jamie Hayter paying dividends on a regular basis. So, um, in fact, uh, found out that Rebel... Is gonna be part of Blizzard Brawl. I don't think she's gonna be in a match. I could be wrong. As far as I know, she's just being brought in for um for autographs and stuff like that. Like there's a few of them that are like that, like uh like Gail Cam is and uh Jeff Jarrett. So she's She's on that list too, so but it'll be great to see her because I'm going. I got my tickets. J Bone is going to Blizzard Brawl. It's gonna sell out. If it's not sold out by the end of this weekend, I'd be shocked. <clears throat> yeah, the crowd wasn't um the crowd wasn't too excited for this one. I feel like um, at some points they did, you know, pop for certain things, but uh, they weren't quite as excited about this one. But, you know, I still enjoyed it. I try not to let things like that sway me as far as liking it or disliking a match. Like, oh, the crowd was dead, so I guess it wasn't good. No, I really enjoyed this. Like I said, this is by far Ty Conti's best match. But Britt Baker is man, she is something else. She is insanely tough. Ty was giving it all to her, you know, with the kicks and everything, like the, what do they call them? The Muay Thai kicks, or whatever they call them. She really roughed her up towards the end, but Britt Baker just came right back and just nailed her with a win. It was was wild. Um, But yeah, great match. I really can't complain about this at all. Um, So yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes with Britt Baker. Like I said, it feels like... It feels like Thunder Rosa is going to come after her next, but I know she's also at least I think she's part of this TBS title tournament. I I'd have to go look at the tournament again. I've missed some of it, but we'll see. <laughs> Bell's boy here. <laughs> it's right. She called in the spirit of Minoru Suzuki with the gotch style pile driver on Brit. Yeah, that was brutal. If, um, I mean there there were some certain points in this match that could have went either way. It really could have and that was a perfect example of uh she could have finished her off with that but like I said Britt Baker is tough. Insanely tough. And she's I mean she she brags a lot but um but she backs it up in the ring. She really does. It's wild. All right. Next, we got uh, a match that I'm sure sold. I mean, this is one that was developed pretty recently. Didn't have a lot of build, but this is also another one that didn't need a lot of build. They had 10 minutes of promos in the ring, and boom, you had a feud that was just unbelievable this was um you know i said that this had this was going to have the potential to be one of the matches of the night this certainly had a big fight feel to it it was more of a fight than a wrestling match but there certainly was a a good amount of uh wrestling in this match uh you know, as opposed to just you know slugging it out punk beat eddie kingston with the go to with the, the go to sleep and he it took a few of them to nail him but he really got him. but this this match went all over the place in the ring out of the ring uh punk even got some color in this match was uh <laughs> got the The Crimson Mask, if you will. Yeah, like Bell's Boy says here, it was a complete war. It was. And I'm really curious to see where these two go as well. Because, like like I said in, in my preview to all this, preview to Full Gear, this... um. This really felt like CM Punk's first feud. Like he's had some matches and you've had little builds here and there with like when he was facing Team Taz and stuff like that. But this really felt like his first feud. This was this felt big. But now Eddie Kingston losing this match. I don't know where Eddie goes from here. I think Eddie certainly gained the respect of a lot of fans who maybe haven't looked at Eddie in a certain way, you know, up until this point. But Eddie has absolutely gained my respect as being one of the top guys in this company over the course of this last year came in guns blazing with that hot promo right off the bat when uh, Cody Rhodes was doing open challenges and they had a bunch of surprises coming in. And uh, he was signed shortly after that. And uh because well and, and I, I had seen what he had done in Ring of Honor uh, Ring of Honor when he was tagging with homicide, and I really enjoyed that. That was like the first time I really saw him. And I know that was you know a ways into his career, and I had heard of him prior, but really didn't see him or hear anything about him. Then he spent a decent amount of time in uh TNA impact wrestling. And I was really bummed out when he left because I felt like his stuff in that company was just on fire, but, um, you know, whatever happened behind the scenes, uh, he just didn't, he didn't stay. So I don't know if it was just, um, his attitude. Um, I, I heard the term burning a bridge. I don't know. I don't want to overthink it, but I've I've heard he's I've heard he's done this to himself in the past where he his mouth got himself in trouble, his emotions or something. I don't know. But um but he's been just knocking it out of the park in this company, AEW. And this is absolutely one of the best matches I've seen him in. You know, besides the Brian Danielson match. So, yeah, Eddie, Eddie Kingston's been on fire, and um, I, really, I really didn't know who to root for here. I, I was you know kind of rooting for both of them. I knew it was going to be a hell of a match. I love CM Punk, but I knew that Eddie Kingston really had um, a hell of a war ahead of him in this match. But this was this was wild. This certainly was another side of CM Punk that I don't think we've seen since he's returned to professional wrestling. This was really something. But yeah, Punk Punk comes off with a win here. Um I I have a feeling their story is going to continue somehow but i really it's so it's so engulfed in like a a deep rooted reality between, between them it's it's almost it almost feels uncomfortable to me if it does continue you know like oh man this is going to be hard to watch you know this. <laughs> And I've seen other things like that before where it was a really big turnoff, like when they were putting, like, the whole divorce thing between Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett and Karen in the middle. And I'm like, oh, no, that's – I'm not a fan of that. That's – I just – I don't know. It's uncomfortable to watch for me just because you know that there's some kind of crazy behind-the-scenes shit that's there, and it's not all, oh, let's just go out and have a good match. No, you know that there's some kind of tension there, so it's, I don't know. But anyways, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. They then uh, show in the crowd... Um, Local legend Baron Von Rashke. man, he still looks amazing. I mean, obviously, still, you know, getting up there in age. I had, um, I had the chance to beat him, almost. Oh man, it was it was at a Brew City wrestling show. Was it two thousand? a little over I thought it was 10 years ago but I think it was I think it was actually over 10 years ago is it 2009 2010 but um but yeah he's like a gentle giant. But when he gives you that look and he's got the claw ready, man, you better run. He gave it to Ethan Page tonight. That was great. Loved it. I popped. For, I popped for that. Absolutely did. So yeah. And then speaking of Ethan Page, yeah. So it goes into uh, the No DQ match here between uh, Inner Circle, which was uh, Chris Jericho, of course, Sammy Guevara. Uh, Hager and Santana and Ortiz versus America's top team consisting of Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Dan Lambert, uh Junior Del Sa- Junior Del Santos and our um uh, Arlo- Ar- Is that was that? Yeah, Arlovsky. I, I know I spelled it wrong, but I tried to just Think I should have bought a vowel on that one, but you know, but anyways, Arlovsky. I think that's his name. Um, this was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You know, I really wasn't vested in this at all. I knew it was a great way to get, you know, two bigger groups on the card. Of course, you know inner circle is still insanely popular. Uh, America's top team specifically Dan Lambert getting booed out of the building. He wore that bright blue, uh, velvet suit or whatever it was that, uh, that athletic suit. That was just crazy. Um, obnoxious as hell. Dan, Dan Lambert is, um, I don't know what this is. (laughs) You okay, Zach? What is it? What is that? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, catching up on the chat here real quick uh oh paul asked me said uh you going to hard to kill uncle no i'm not no no i'll be i'll be buying that one and uh probably watching that one from my couch so yeah um but yeah this so this was a lot like i said this was a lot more fun that I thought I was going to, this, this ended up getting pretty hardcore. There were table shots, Sammy Guevara with that, uh, was it, the sent Centa or whatever, swanton on, um, I don't know who was on the, was it Scorpio sky on the table? I don't know. But he, he got up on top of this 20 foot ladder and jumped down and, oh, just, just ugly. Just ugly moves, but um, but Inner Circle ends up winning here. Not too many other big spots that I could think of off off the top of my head. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, Inner Circle wins. Tony Schiavone then out on stage, and he brings out someone new introduces someone new to uh, the uh, AEW audience here for the pay-per-view. And he brings out Jay Lethal. And we find out that Jay Lethal is all elite. So, um, you know, and that's one thing that we had been talking about is the um, – I don't want to say demise of ring of honor, but it sounds like they're rebranding stuff. Everybody lost their jobs in the company and the higher ups are trying, going to be trying to figure out over the course of the next several months in the first quarter of next year, how to rebrand ring of honor. So everyone on the roster is without a contract as of the, you know, the end of the year or early next year. But apparently Jay lethal was in a position. And and like, from what I had heard is everybody's situation is different. They were willing to work with everyone and anyone as far as what they would want for their future, which I think is good. They weren't just going to like sit on them for several months and, um, No, you're done or whatever, and you're not getting paid anymore. So Jay Lethal obviously was one of those guys that got uh, brought in by Tony Khan. So, hey, congratulations to him. Jay Lethal, uh, multi-time, ring of honor, world champ, and um, just one of the best in the company. And he is now all elite. So I'm really excited to see what they do with him, you know? And, and I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I, I see the chat during the pay-per-view and I know some people automatically go to um the negative side on it. And I, I try not to think that way. Like I know, we all know how big the roster is and, you know, Tony hires a lot of people and, Say, so, oh, well, he's not going to have a chance to feature any of them. Um, and, yeah, so, the the company's been around for a few years, and there have been some that aren't being featured as much anymore. And then you bring in new guys like this that are going to get more TV time, and others are just going to be on dark or dark elevation. But it is what it is, you know? I'm not going to be mad about it. This Company is putting out amazing product on television. Um, Brian Feld here said, Yes, DNA legend, yes, absolutely. Oh, and he asks here, Uh, J Bone think J, as in Jay Lethal, not me, not me. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a retired wrestler. I, no, I'm kidding. I really never wrestled. I I joke about that. Uh think Jay Lethal will wrestle on Impact soon. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I, I would love to see him come back to Impact Wrestling. Um I I certainly think there's a chance. Maybe even for a one off, you know, maybe a set of tapings. I, I really have no idea. I really have no idea. Um, Would I love to see him? Yes. He is one of a handful of people I'd love to see on that brand. Um, Do I think that impact is going to pick up some of the free agents from that company? Yeah, I certainly hope so. They all deserve some kind of shot somewhere. Uh, Unfortunately, there's so many of them, you know, that, Certainly isn't as big of a roster as um, as other companies, but they still deserve to be employed, you know? So, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see what Jay Lethal does in AEW. He certainly is a tremendous talent. He, oh, and then we find out that he is uh, facing... He's accepting an open challenge because Sammy Guevara is continuing the TNT title open challenge. Now, uh, (laughs) Jay Jay Lethal says, uh, he's like, well, I I, I would love to do it tonight, but I know that Sammy Guevara just had one hell of a war tonight in his match uh, with his, you know, teammates. He's like, so uh how about Wednesday? So this Wednesday on Dynamite, we are getting Sammy Guevara defending his TNT title against Jay Lethal. This this year is just crazy. Just crazy. Um um, I'm very excited. I, I hope it main events, but I also wouldn't be su- surprised if it starts out the episode. We'll see. It, no matter where they put it on the card of AEW Dynamite, um, I'm excited for it. Um, d- do I expect um, Sammy Guevara to hang on to it? Yeah, I do, but then again, you, you never know what uh Tony has in mind. Maybe he's gonna hot shot it to Jay Lethal right away. I don't know. I'm not going to um I'm not gonna overthink it. I'm just excited to see this match and I'm excited to see Jay Lethal in AEW. So we'll see. Paul Nelson, AEW working with Impact. Yeah, that that certainly well, they Tony said that is still on the table. Do they have anything planned for the immediate future? No. No, but they have a great relationship. They did some stuff together, and it certainly could happen again in the future. So, um, and hey, yeah, thank both companies for that. Because what they put out there was uh, decent. Was it perfect? No. But um, it's, you know, the relationship is there. So it is what it is. Um, Alright. Then on to the main event. An absolutely slobber knocker. You know, I don't think I heard that term used once tonight. But maybe I just missed it. But this main event... Man, and this this crowd was still on fire for this match. You could tell they were getting a a little tired, but, man, they still brought it. They They still were loud and proud for this match. The AEW world title match, Kenny Omega defending his championship against Cowboy Shit, Hangman Adam Page. Great entrance. He was Marching down the street, or not marching, riding his horse down the street, and then uh, walked into the venue. So that was fun. And they, while he was riding the horse down the street, there were screens on the buildings behind him, featuring past moments from his uh, wrestling matches, moments with Kenny. Um, you know, with Kenny, against Kenny, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, just moments in his journey throughout AEW and on his way to the world title again, because when he, he started out the company hot and he was in that match with, um, Chris Jericho, but then he went on to be one of the best tag team, one one half of the best tag teams in this company. And um, it took me a while for me to like really appreciate it, but damn, these guys brought it every time. It was amazing. They really were a good tag team. And I usually don't get too excited about, you know, like homemade teams like like Lucha Brothers came in as a tag team. These two were put together, you know. So, but yeah, this this match, um, I know, I know that um, I know uh, some people in our chat wanted uh, Omega to win, you know. They obviously didn't feel Hangman Page was ready, or they saw something else in the future that they wanted instead. And that's, you know, hey, just every, like I said, wrestling is subjective, you know? Um, I've come to the point now with Hangman Adam Page. I'm like, okay, it's, this is one of those things where it's like, all right, shit or get off the pot. They're, give it to them or, take him out of contention for a good long time but the story that they've told with hangman adam page has been a hell of a story from day one in this company his journey has been amazing and that's not to knock anything against kenny omega kenny omega has been world champ during one of the most Difficult times in professional wrestling history as far as putting on a product, you know, without fans around or very few fans around. Because I think there were fans when he became uh, champ, but there weren't too many there. I'd have to look back and see exactly when that was and where, how things were. Then, um, but yeah, this this past year has uh, has not been easy. He was champ for two hundred some odd days, whatever it was. I think I heard two hundred twenty something. I could be wrong, but um, scrib- <laughs> scribbly lacroix says match of the night. Yeah, I'll. I'll I'll uh I'll give you a high five on that one. Yeah, not gonna argue there. It absolutely was. Uh, you can say match of the night or one of the best of the night. Like I said, it's all subjective. I I loved it. It was a great. You know, it told a great story. Um, he says people have been begging for Paige to be champ forever. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I feel like the story being told in this company was the correct one at the time. You know, when you're starting out a company, it's good to start out hot with a bigger name. And I, I understand why they did that, but now with the story they've told behind, uh, Adam page and the journey he's had now is the time to pull the trigger. Absolutely. But yeah. Okay, so he says no there were some fans but the weekly shows didn't have fans at uh yeah, Daily's place. Yeah. Yeah, it was down in Florida. Yeah. And <laughs> Bell's boy says and Omega will lose the AAA title to uh Iho Day uh, excuse me, Iho Del Vikingo at Triple Mania uh Reg- Regia however you pronounce that, uh, next month in Mexico, I predict. Yeah, uh, that that certainly could be. And I know, well, it's, and that's no fault of Kenny's. Um, they've had a lot of troubles putting on shows down there in Mexico because of the pandemic. The dreaded C word that you can't say on YouTube. Um, they've done what they've could, you know, they've tried to put on good matches and entertain their audience. So, um, yeah, I feel like now's a good time, better time than ever to have Kenny Omega drop the title there and just focus more on either his own company or maybe Branch out more with uh, the new Japan strong brand. We'll see. You know, it's obvious. Like I said, this is a turning of the page part of the company. Um, We'll see what Kenny does next. You know, am I expecting a rematch? No. He might get one on TV, but I'm not. um, I'm not begging for it. You know, I think there's plenty of other things for both guys to do. You know, so yeah, Zach Bonifer um, brings up a really interesting part of the match. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, Interesting face versus face and uh, Bucks not helping Omega. Yeah, the young Bucks not helping, but like they came out like they were pretty. When they came out, they didn't come running out like, oh, here comes some shenanigans. They came out like helping each other out. They were, you could tell they were beaten up. And it felt like when Hangman and a Page talked to them recently, it felt like, you know, whatever he said to them really resonated with them. Like, hey, like we're even. So just stay clear of our match, and if uh, you guys interfere, I will ruin you. So they took that to heart, which is really interesting. And, you know, and, and, so, and he apologized, and they, they took that to heart as well. So it's interesting. Jeff, Jeff here says, uh, yo, Jay, this is freaking awesome. Imagine uh, MJF versus Jay lethal Mike promo face off. Let's go. Uh, so, <laughs> that would be, that would be pretty nuts. That would be pretty nuts. Uh, you <laughs> know, yeah, he went old school when he said hi to uh, Tony Schiavone. He's like, I've always wanted to say that. So he, well, now you have the chance. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he went uh, old school with a a, a really brief Rick Flair imitation there, which I'm sure he wanted to keep it brief because, you know, Rick Flair's been canceled. You know. It's, you can, you, I, I'll tell you, you know, you, people can say what they want about Ric Flair, but if people, whenever someone does a chop, still blurts out a woo, don't tell me he's completely canceled. Because that's just going to go on forever. But anyways, I digress. But this, yeah, so when the Young Bucks came out, um, he avoided the Young Bucks. They didn't just you know run right in and interfere. They they made their presence known, but they didn't touch him. And so he he saw Nick. And then on the other side, when he was just about to wrap things up, he saw Matt Jackson. The camera turns and looks at Matt Jackson, and he's he's looking up at Um, hangman Adam Page, and he just kind of does a real quick little nod like, Go ahead, do your thing, you know, do your finisher. We're not touching you, and um, so it just it was a great moment. It was, uh, they told a great story in the ring going back and forth. And, uh, it's, it, it was, it felt like now or never for hangman Anna, and page. It, it felt like he was supposed to beat him. Before he went away, but that was obviously bad timing. Cause he went a while, He went off. To go be with his family for a while when his um, his his baby was born was it it's a little girl I think it was a daughter but anyways so he wanted to be there for his newborn child and his wife so and it, look you can't knock that that's good for him you know so when he came back. They built the story again. He cashed in his um, his big coin. He got in the ladder match. And he will show off the AEW championship in his hometown this Wednesday on Dynamite. That's what made me think he's got to win here he's got to win because when they announced this mat this uh show coming up here this wednesday if you noticed the only person that they've promoted on this poster since announcing it is hangman adam page now i didn't realize at that time that that was his hometown they've said that sporadically here and there over the last several weeks but they haven't promoted anyone else as far as i've seen so i was like okay it's the dynamite after the pay-per-view it's hangman's hometown he's gotta win at the pay-per-view it just makes sense you know so I mean, it's nothing's ever a given, but you you could assume, you know. And I hate using that word, but it just it feels like it's the right time, you know. So, um, so yeah, it uh, it was a great match. It told a tremendous story in the ring. The young buck. Now, what happens with the young bucks and Kenny is going to be a separate story. That's going to be very interesting. I don't know if that's going to play out on TV. If that's going to play out behind the scenes in uh, being the elite, I don't know. But uh, we'll we'll find out sooner rather than later because uh, being the elite is going to come out. Tomorrow morning, less than 12 hours from now. So usually comes up between 10 and noon, my time. So we'll see. Or not tomorrow, Monday morning. So they got a, a day to take care of this, my bad. I'm used to paper, pay-per-views being on Sundays. This is Saturday night going into Sunday. Anyways. Um amazing match. Congrats to Hangman Adam Page. This show, you know, whether I was excited about the matches or not, they all told their own story, and none of them were boring by any means. This was one of the best. pay-per-views that they've put on this year, I'd say one of the best pay-per-views that I've seen from any company. Um, I'm, I'm biased. I love this brand, but I've been critical at times, you know, reviewing stuff. It's, uh, they've done plenty of things within the last few years. That's, that has been far from perfect, but, um, I've said, I want to say it a thousand times. You, if you want professional wrestling, this is the place to watch it. Like Brian Danielson says, this is a home for professional wrestling. And, um, not saying that there's, you're not going to get, you're not going to get wrestling anywhere else, but, um, You know, going up against a brand like WWE, if that's your your your, your tagline, like, hey, we got wrestling over here. You're not going to find much over there, hey eh? It's going to be a draw. So, good stuff. Good stuff from AEW. Everyone across the board, congratulations on an amazing pay-per-view. I'd say this is a, absolutely a five out of five. Um... And congratulations to Jay Lethal. Tremendous addition to the roster, and I'm sure we're going to see more. I know a lot of people were expecting uh, Bray Wyatt to show up, and the only thing I've heard about him is that he's doing some Hollywood stuff right now. Beyond that, I have no idea. So who knows? Who knows? But uh, I I feel like we're going to see him back in the ring sooner rather than later but you never know you never know what these guys want to do on their journey so we'll see <clears throat> maybe dynamite who knows i don't know but amazing show let me know in the chat if you're watching this after the fact i'm, I'm glad the, the few of you that did show up i know it was late thank you for being here and thank you for the tips uh no matter where you watched on youtube or or twitch it's all love. Appreciate it. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Tomorrow night, over that other little podcast, we've got uh, the TNI family dinner tomorrow night, and uh, that's a definite. As far as anything else I do on here, no promises. We'll see. I'm going to try to uh, hunt. Down that uh, that strong show. Maybe watch it throughout the day tomorrow. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Um, but uh, you know, I'll either cover it here or over on TNI. We'll see, we'll see. But it absolutely is a show that I do want to watch. So, oh Justin Miller, much love, man. Thank you for the super sticker, four ninety nine. Much love, dude. Appreciate that. What a way to end the show. Thank you. But, yeah, let me know your uh, highlights. You know, uh, what did you love the most from the pay-per-view? What was your favorite match? Uh, are you excited for Jay Lethal? Let me know uh, what uh, what you dug from the pay-per-view in the comments below. So, um, but yeah, we're going to get out of here. Much love. We'll see you tomorrow night over on uh, T and I Sunday family dinner. And then um, probably back here sometime within the next two days. Uh, I'll be talking about the new Japan show somewhere doing something. Uh, lots of wrestling this weekend. It felt like lots of different stuff. So, but whatever it is, on your way out, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content when when more of my content hits your screen. Go check out the links in the description. Go get yourself some merch. Another great way to help support the show. Uh, go follow it on the socials, and uh, yeah. We'll see you back here real soon. Take care.